When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Geelong membership day yesterday, the Bulldogs tomorrow, Melbourne. So a suite of key cats across the station today. The captain is Patrick Dangerfields. The previous captain had a pretty simple word of advice. Mine was for him just to enjoy the moment. Um, don't stuff it up, you know, and, um, you know, just to be honest, have fun with it. I think he's more sort of ready than anyone that's ever done it. Um, he understands how, you know, the whole club works. He also knows how to just go out and perform on game day. I thoroughly enjoyed that he's got the role. I look forward to him doing a great job at the footy club. Um, Paddy is his own man, and I hope that he really does it his way and, and enjoys every moment of it. Joel Selwood on Channel 7 last night. Sometimes the simplest advice is the is the best. Don't stuff it up. Patrick Dangerfield, great to have you back on the program. <laughs> uh, good morning, Jared. Thanks for having me. Has he said that to your face? <laughs> uh, not yet, but I was, I'm sure he's probably waiting for a crowd at some stage throughout the season. <laughs> <laughs> have you had a, a, a moment or a duty yet that you go, oh, right, okay, so I, I'm the captain now? Uh, no, not just yet. I mean, we've got a pretty experienced group, so that leadership, um, I think it runs through quite a few. So I don't think it's necessarily, I suppose, your, your stock standard captaincy with uh, with the experience that we've got. Is it, So we were talking about this with Tom Hawkins on Monday night. Is the club different without Joel? Will it be different? Yeah, I think it absolutely. It's um Joel has this aura that is impossible to replace. Um, and, and everyone within a footy club, for the vast majority, are replaceable. You know, you're a custodian of the jumper and then it's someone else's turn. But there are exceptions to that rule. And he's one of those. So uh, there will never be another Joel Salwood. But, um, you know, it was amazing watching the... Um, you know, the Fox Docker a couple of nights ago, which obviously you're a key part of and just, you know, remembering the guy because all of a sudden footy rolls around and it doesn't wait for anyone. Yes, yeah. The the idea, just one more on Joel, the idea of him being part of the the Australian cricket set up at the Ashes on, on a leadership front, could you imagine that? Yep. Yeah, I, I could imagine him in, you know, ad- advising whether it's, high-level business or it's Australian sports teams or, you know, national sports teams around the country domestically. Um, He has such a wealth of knowledge to offer, you know, more than just football-related sports uh, when it comes to leadership that I think, you know, any Joel Selwood involvement is invaluable. All right, the season ahead. I spoke to Marcus Bontempelli yesterday, Pat, and I asked him whether he aspires to be the best player in the competition. And he does to a degree. Does that still live with you this far into your career? Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Um, it's hard to climb past some of our uh, some of my teammates. They're pretty damn good. But, yeah, absolutely. That that fire still, um, still drives me individually and drives, I think, a lot of players in our team uh, as well. And I think that's a really 
healthy thing to have. I think you've got to have quite clearly the balance of, you know, the the team and the individuals within that and what we all collectively bring to contribute to team performance. But I think it's a really healthy thing uh, individually to have goals in mind around what you want to achieve each year. And, um, you know, I think it keeps everyone accountable to being the best they can possibly be. So how um, how thoughtful are you in preparing your goals individually for a season? And how's that evolved through through your journey? Well, it's definitely evolved. Uh, you have a greater appreciation for everyone's individual performance as you get older and you understand the nuances of the game and how it all works and that connective flow. So that only takes experience. You know, that's not something that, um, well, certainly I didn't, didn't get at, um, at early stages in, in my career. Um, but I think it's, it's simplifying what it is that makes your individual game great and working to that as much as possible. And then now, obviously, within the, within the team structure, that sits within a framework. But we, as much as possible for our players, try to maximise their strengths and what they bring individually to what we are trying to create collectively. And if you have that, then you, know, you, you can pull on those, you know, those individual strings of individual players with what they're trying to achieve to you know, collectively create something great. And I'm I'm no different from that. You know, I want to be as good a player as I possibly can be this t- uh, this year. Um, and for me, as simplicity as simple as it is, it's it's in the contest. It's powerful around the ball. It's all those things, and then it flows from there. At, at 32 years of age, there, there'll be a physical side to that. Is what is your what is your level of preparedness? Probably the best it's been for probably three or four years. I think it's the first. First time, certainly in a, in a long while, where I haven't missed missed a session throughout the preseason, and and, and normally you'd say oh, it doesn't mean much, but it does bulletproof you for the season, particularly when you haven't had that sort of continuity in previous preseasons. So it's just good to be out on the park. It's one of those things that you, if you miss a few sessions, it does start to accumulate because everyone else that's training is is getting the benefits of session after session. So. Um, Individually, we've you know I'm in a good spot, and we've got some players that have had wonderful pre-seasons that are in, you know, great. Nick Tommy Stewart's another one, and and he's managed to have an incredible sort of five-year block um, with missing sort of pre-season sessions, and this is the first one that that he hasn't missed a beat. So he's he's in phenomenal nick as well. Patrick Dangerfield is the Geelong captain. It's Cats membership day. Be one in hoops in 2023 at membership. Geelong Cats. Dot com dot au. I, I, I think repeat success is the hardest thing in sport. I, I wonder, so when you are attempting to win a title one year on, go back to back. Have you have you thought about it? Have you spoken about it? Have you plotted it? What, what What's your approach to repeat success? I think it's less around, like externally it's viewed as repeat success because you win one year and then you, you know, you follow it on with the next and you're trying to do it again. But internally, it's it's more just the next one rather than we won it last year. Let's do it again because the the group is is vastly different. We've obviously had some some champions leave the club, um, and along with the retirements and the listings that happen, you know, in every season. So the the list does look different, and then we have you know some 
mature East players, you know, that three to sort of five year bracket, age bracket where, you know, Jake Bowes comes in, um, Tanner Bruin, um, and a few others as well that, you know, we really feel Ollie Henry that can make us better quicker. So it's it's less of back to back and more of just the next one for the guys that weren't a part of it. And will that is that one of the guards against what colloquially is known as the premiership hangover? Um, I'm not really sure, having never experienced it, Jerry. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's not a spot to be, I suppose. Um, oh, look, to be honest, the, the feeling around the place is not one of, um, you know, how wonderful it was last year and it's just going to happen again. Like we, we are fully aware and we've experienced enough finals and enough heartbreak at different stages that we know what it takes to, to climb back up the mountain. And that's, that's genuinely what it is. We all start from, from zero points and you've got to scale it again. You know, no one occupies that space. It's, you know, it's fine air for a reason. It's hard to breathe up there. So yes. for us, it's, it's about scaling it again. What will competition for places be like, Pat, and particularly towards round one? Yeah, it'll be pretty solid. We, um, we had a few players missing over the weekend uh, for, for various reasons, but we feel like for the vast majority that the run's been timed quite well. Um, I don't think Big Hawk will play, but other than that, the, the availability is pretty good. Mitch Duncan will be will be touch and go, but but by and large, it's going to be it's going to be on for spots, which is a really healthy thing, and it'll be a it'll certainly be a a vastly different team from the the team that that you know played off in the grand final last year. Um, because you know there's ebbs and flows in form. We've got some players that are in great nick that you know that didn't play in last year's side, so it's a healthy spot to be in. Have you been watching much of the preseason to see what's going on elsewhere? Yeah, I have, and it's. I mean, by and large, it, it, it can be difficult sometimes to pick up the flow of where teams are at because everyone does their preseason preparation differently, and it's unique to every club. But I think most clubs seemingly want to move the ball quickly. I think that'll be a, a great thing if you're a spectator to watch. It'll mean hopefully higher scores and um, you know an intriguing battle in that sense. Um, but I think we'll really get the, the best grasp on where teams are at in the first few rounds of the season. Do you share the view that it's wide open? Jake Nile wrote the piece that he thinks there are half the competition could win it, and that's probably the first time since the AFL was fully formed that, that that's the case. Yeah, absolutely. I remember Scotty last year talking about Port, who had, who I think were nil and five, and they were you know, the best nil and five team that's just about played. You know, it is a really open competition, and if you're not, you know, on the edge of your seat and and playing on the edge, then it, it doesn't matter who you play against. And I think that's particularly uh, evident early, given those teams that didn't play finals have had such a back ended. Um, extended pre-season. They're really humming now. And you'll have teams that have you know, progressed and played finals for longer that are going to take a bit more time. But they're the teams, obviously, that, that perform better last season. So I think always you know, the, the first month of the season, teams are, teams are up and going. Uh, and, it's, and it's anyone's ball game early. And you know, as a team, you're trying to get that flow on the season and into form as quickly as you can. Enjoy the, the last weekend without footy, and uh, we look forward to seeing you on the, the first Friday night of the season. 
Look forward to it, Jared. Thanks for having me. Good on you. Patrick Dangerfield is the Geelong captain. It is Geelong Cats Membership Day. Be one in hoops in 2023 at membership.geelongcats.com.au.